The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them. But the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, our Lord today tells this parable to his disciples. You know, for the last several weeks, our Lord's been addressing the Pharisees about kind of their own hypocrisy, about tying up burdens that are too hard for others to carry. Constantly calling them also to conversion. And today this parable is addressed to his disciples, to those people who have decided to follow him and have been following him. And he tells them to stay awake for you do not know the day nor the hour. Stay awake, for you do not know the day or the hour. Because even his own disciples are prone to fall into lukewarmness. Or to start procrastinating things. And that's really how the narrative reads. It's kind of this procrastination. Ten virgins come, five of them come ready and prepared with their oil. Five of them 
didn't bring their oil. Maybe they thought, well, you know, somebody else will bring oil. Or there'll be plenty of time to get oil later. And then the bridegroom comes. And those foolish ones miss our Lord. They miss our Lord. And the same thing can happen to us in our own spiritual lives. We can have an awakening. We can have a conversion experience. We can decide, okay, I'm going to really engage in my faith. And then over time, we sort of become more lazy in our prayer life. Or maybe we neglect to be mindful of our Lord each day. We lose sight of the zeal that we had in the beginning of our conversion. It's a lot like couples who fall in love and they're filled with zeal and excitement and newness. And then over time, that can kind of fade because they forget. And the difference between the wise and the foolish virgins really is that the wise virgins, they always keep filled. They're not going to run out of oil because they're constantly filling the well. And the analogy sort of extends to the presence of the Spirit in our own hearts. Are we constantly vigilant about filling ourselves with Jesus? Is our first priority to fill ourselves with Jesus? Because that's what we've been called to. It's what we've responded to. Is an invitation from our Lord to always be in union with Him. To always be ready to welcome Him. He's meant to always be in our hearts so that whatever we give to others is kind of the overflow of that. And a lot of people in their spiritual lives, they become empty because they sort of treat their heart like a gas tank. <clears throat> and they come to Mass on Sunday or they go and pray and they go to adoration and they fill themselves up and then they go out into the world and they kind of feel like they empty out and empty out and empty out and empty out. And they come back and fill themselves up again. And they go back and empty out again. that's not really how the spiritual life works. In the spiritual life, we're always to be filled by our Lord so that whatever we give to others is the overflow of what we've received from Him. In that way, we're always ready. And part of always being ready 
is to be aware each day of how much we need him. Of how much we need him. And this just struck me when we were praying the psalm for this Mass, where we said, My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. Because I'm probably more guilty than most at going and going and going and going and going. This last weekend I was giving an intensive workshop for men in Kansas City, got home, went to the mother-daughter chastity day, I'm here at Mass now. I don't think I've had a day off in like three or four weeks. I have a big meeting coming up next week. I'm on Life on the Rock tonight on TV, so all these people are talking to me about that. And I can feel really like, oh my gosh, how can I do all these things? And the busyness of that can lead to feelings of uh, emptiness or stress or anxiety. But in the midst of that emptiness or stress or anxiety, no matter how each of us experiences it, what our Lord is inviting us to is to say, my soul is thirsting for you, my God. In the midst of all of that, what I need is to go deeper into you, Lord. I need to surrender more of my life to you, Lord. It's like Mother Teresa with her sisters and they, the missionaries of charity, they have these really busy schedules and their lives are filled with working with the poor, which means there's always chaos in their life. There's always somebody coming to the door. There's always somebody interrupting them. And each day they have one hour blocked out to pray. And one of the sisters said to Mother, Mother, we have all this stuff going. We're doing a soup kitchen. We're feeding the poor. We're going out. We're doing this. We don't have time to make a whole hour. And Mother looked at her and she said, You're right. We're really busy. We need to make two hours. We need to make two hours. Why do we need to make two hours? Not to add more, but to receive more. To make sure that our tank doesn't run dry. To make sure our lamps are always filled with oil. To always be ready for our Lord. To encounter us and to invite us into the work that he's doing. And so every single day to remind ourselves, my soul is thirsting for you, my God. And as we remember that, then there's this other daily petition or daily desire that we can express. Which is every single day to renew our commitment to our Lord. Every single day to say, I want to be a Catholic Christian. 
We made that commitment when we were confirmed. We made that commitment as we responded to our Lord. But every single day we have to renew that. And it keeps us from becoming empty. When we remind ourselves every single day, I want to be a Catholic Christian. You know, in my own priesthood, I have to say every single day, I want to be a priest. When life is difficult, when I'm tired, when people are calling, when somebody else wants to make an appointment, every single day I want to be a priest. When I have 6 p.m. Mass on Sunday, when I'd rather be napping, I want to be a priest. But the same thing for you, too, to say every single day I want to be a husband, every single day I want to be a wife, every single day I want to be a mom, every single day I want to be a dad. Because we all, just like Jesus' disciples, we can all fall into that kind of lukewarmness in our own vocations to love. And we hold off that lukewarmness by renewing our desire and renewing our commitment to live for our Lord and to live for each other and to love in the way that he's called us to love. To never procrastinate in the spiritual life. but instead daily to renew our thirst for our Lord to be in our hearts and our commitment to live for him each day. And so today, let us pray for a renewal and increase in our desire for Jesus. our desire to be filled by him, our desire to act on that, our desire to truly be a light that shines in the darkness, to be his beloved sons and daughters and his true disciples.